is that now I go something happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl at Gabrice. That's capital G A B capital B R I E S E. Um, and you're back for episode trece, tres of the catch up. Bilingual. Trace was wrong. It's just Trace, y'all. I know. I just trying to be fancy. I know. I was trying to be fancy, and then I was like, no. Then they're going to be like, she said that wrong. Let me just. They're like, she's not bilingual. She's just an idiot. <laughs> um, It's Emiana, as always. Nothing changed. I'm not going to spell it. You know what it is. Yay. And yeah, so what's up with you this week? Or what is well, my name? Um, I started grad school to become a future occupational therapist. Yay! Yeah. And I also lost one of my jobs in the same day. (laughs) I mean, you know what? You lost it so you could go to school. So, you know. And then I had a dream about the little kid that I am with. And in my dream, it was pulling on my heartstrings. In my dream, I had to, like, pack up my stuff, which I don't know why. Because I don't have any stuff to pack up. But I saw, like, he was coming in with the nigga that was supposed to replace me. But he handed me, my, his, he handed me his book bag. And I was like, give it to him. And he was, like, looking at me like, no. And he handed me his book bag. And he kept like pulling on me. And I was like, I'm no longer with you. I don't know what to tell you. And I woke up and I was so sad. I was like, I didn't even get to say goodbye to my little nigga. Ah. So, yes. Pause one second. Captain, get off this bed, bro. Um, Gabby's a dog mom, but she has two heathen hooligans. Hooligans? <laughs> hooligans. Heathens, hooligans, hoes, whatever you want to call them. I call them little shits. Uh, Cap is a whole ass nigga. They're bad. Baby kids. They are bad as fuck. Um, As you know, I live with my best friend of 10 years. And when you live with your best friend of 10 years, you hear, see, and are asked a lot of things. And I shit you not, this hoe asked me today. Well, I look at her asshole. You lying. <laughs> For what? Uh, she was like, well, you know the space between your cooch and your butthole, the tank? She said, I've been wiping and it's been hurting. So, like, I wanted to know if I asked Did you. If you don't you use a mirror. mirror. <laughs> yeah. I, said, no. I said, I'm going to tell Gabby you asked me this shit. No, if you don't get a mirror. <laughs> so that's, what that's, the heck? My, that's my week. School got fired and my roommate is insane. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> well, on this end, I graduated my first group of seniors. So good luck, y'all. That felt good. Um, I asked if I could become the AP teacher, so hopefully that works out and they let me get the training for it and I do that. You're going to become an AP English teacher? Yes, I'm thinking about getting AP training, so that'll be nice. Ooh. 
Um, and this is probably going to be TMI for any guys that are out there listening. But um, I got my first my first period off birth control in about five years. So because you had the IUE, right? Yeah, and I had it in for five years. And I took it out, and I'm supposed to be switching. I was supposed to come go pick up that subscription a while ago. They probably put it back by now, but we're like, bitch, we don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna have to go back probably. But uh, yeah, I had my first period without the birth control. Uh, it started last night while I was sleeping. Woke up. It's fucking horrendous. I don't know. A bloodbath. It's Carrie. a bloodbath. I hate it. Um, I, I was so used to having these like light, nice periods with the birth control. Like they last like three days. They're super light. Uh, like they would hurt, but it wasn't like a bearable. This yeah. is fucking unbearable. I feel like shit. Like I feel awful. So. Damn. Yeah. Good to be Why back in normal womanhood. <laughs> Oh, you got to love it here. You got to love it here. Oh, update, because you know this. You know I bought that new lavender shea butter. Oh, oh my. It, the experience was luxurious. It's whipped, it's right? Got this, it, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's whipped, but it's not hard at all. Like, I touched it, and my finger bounced. It's, like, spongy. It's, huh. The texture is, it's weird. I can't explain it, but it's so nice. Like, you, it's shea butter, so you still have to work it in your hands. But it's not, like, hard, like how shea butter usually is. It's very soft. And I love the lavender smell. And my body feels like a baby's. So, I recommend. I think I'm going to use it because mine is so hard. Like, I'm pretty much getting down to the bottom of my big-ass drawer. But it's so hard, and I feel like it gets underneath my fingernails and my and stains them yellow. This one is white, and like it's so soft. It's basically like you know how like easily you can scoop up coconut oil. It was that easy. I need that because my texture is like I can't explain it. It's just like it's really it's luxurious. It's like this bouncy texture. I saw the Petter Rose oil one, and I was like, oh, that's the one. I love (laughs) oil. I'm all about lavender. If I could just have lavender-scented things. I mean, literally everything in my room that's scented is lavender-scented. So, there you have it. I have a lot of both, too. Like, I have a lot of lavender-scented things. But I also have a lot of rose scented products too. Like my deodorant is rose scented, and then I keep like rose oil, uh, face oil, body oil, and stuff. So like I, those I love those scents. So yeah. I'm gonna do it. If it gets your coat on, I'm gonna put it on. You know I'm all rose. about oils, and I need to switch from coconut oil because it clogs the pores. But I finally found a good shea butter that's not hard and one that has a nice lavender scent so i do co-sign it yeah and you're the one who knows stuff about skincare and cares about that so yeah if you recommend (laughs) it i'll get it you know i don't give a shit about that i just be like 
trying your stuff out when I'm home. Like, oh, this feels so nice. <laughs> I told Alexis about that. I was like, can't people be putting her my stuff on her face? Like, ooh, I think I'm going to get this. I think I'm going to buy it. I really like it. <laughs> I literally never buy anything for my like for my space. I just be like, oh, like I literally buy the most generic shit. I'd be like, okay, this says it's for sensitive skin acne. Just buy it. You'd be like, I saw it on a Facebook ad. You're like, I bought this Korean brand skincare stuff. It's got like uh, snail sludge in it or something. I'd be like, what the fuck? Who knows this stuff? I'll be watching like 30 to 40 minute videos on like skincare products, just like looking at reviews and talking about stuff and how to layer skincare and everything. Meanwhile, my YouTube is so, meanwhile, my YouTube is so <laughs> random. I watch videos about people reshoeing horses randomly. What? I don't know how this has happened, but I watch so many animal videos. <laughs> That YouTube has started recommending them to me, and I watch a lot of videos about people reshoeing horses. Don't ask. Okay. Also, okay. watched a lot of videos about bearded dragons. Okay. Um, yeah, watch videos about dogs. Like so many videos about animals. I it's, mean, all right. It's strange. Okay. <sighs> the yeah. first yawn of the podcast. We should do a yawn counter. <laughs> a yawn counter and a white and a white counter. How many times are are we gonna yawn, and how many times am I personally gonna say something disparaging about white folks? Speaking of disparaging, let's get into trash can news. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. We want to start off with first. <laughs> Okay, so jumping in with an update from fucking last week. Oh, hold on, wait. My computer's gonna die. Let me go grab the board first. Just God damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um, so an update from last week about the Palestinian crisis. Um, so a big fuck you to Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, no, because this is what kills me out about. This is what kills me out about white liberals, and it's what kills me out about the Democratic Party in general. Like, everyone says, like, oh, like, we're always forced to to pick someone because they're the lesser of two evils, right? Like, oh, he's more progressive than Trump. Yeah, but he's not progressive. Like, like, stop using that word. Stop using that term. Because any man who would give, what was it, $735 million dollars? To Israel, yeah, and a weapon, so so they can bomb the shit out of fucking little brown children is a monster. That's like what? What? Oh, you're we frozen? Me? There you I'm go. Frozen. Oh. Yeah, you're back though. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, did they miss that? I was going off. I was I, going off. We heard. I heard brown children, and it's like pause, like you mid scream. I was like, wow. That's the face of, like, anger. anger. (laughs) I just think about it, and I'm like, you know, we live in a country that tells us we can't afford universal health care, right? We can't afford to fix issues with homelessness or hunger. We can't fix our education system. We can't get rid of student loans, but we can afford to send money to a country that is bombing the shit out of 
brown people um, and occupying their land um, and committing crimes against humanity. In fact, we're going to help them commit those crimes by funding them. It's bullshit. Um, it's terrible. Um, America, America, the UN, other nations around the world and the international community need to hold Israel accountable for the occupation um, that is happening. And they called a ceasefire and was like, what the fuck does that matter? Like, yeah, the ceasefire, ceasefire seems very fragile. And everyone was talking about on the news about this ceasefire and the fragility of it. And how long is this going to last? Like, what's actually going to happen? Uh, what are the steps they're going to take to say that this is actually, like, going to last? And what are they going to do in terms of negotiation or things of that nature? I mean, but the ceasefire doesn't even, like, like, I think about it this way. The ceasefire doesn't actually fix the issue that's kind of underneath all this, which is this occupation. Like, this illegal occupation of this land and the control of resources. Like, having a ceasefire yeah. isn't going to mean that you leave these people's land and give them back their homes and that you stop controlling their access to things like medical care and water and food. So I just feel like America wants to be the police of the world. So like now's the time to do that. Like now's the time to step up and do that in a meaningful way. So stay tuned for how we didn't handle that wrong. Like how we handle everything wrong. Oh, geez. We'll, we'll, we'll probably keep following this story just because it's important. Um, my big thing that I want to talk about is I think we're now a week into the new CDC guideline of if you are fully vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. I'm half-vaxxed, y'all. I'm half-vaxxed. I'm, this girl is on Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. I'm still not fully vaccinated, though, because you have to wait two weeks after you get the vaccination to be fully vaccinated, um, because I read. (laughs) Um, But I don't want to say that the CDC is wrong, because... I, 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 the science is right. Okay. The science is right. Okay. I'm not going to deny that the science is right. However, they should have thought about this before just putting it out. They definitely should have talked and discussed this with state and local levels. Um, before just being like, Hey, we're going to trust Americans <laughs> with an honor system because from day one, wearing masks has become politicized, <laughs> which it doesn't make sense that something that can save your life became such a political issue. And so the fact that we are now trusting those same Americans, to be honest, doesn't make any sense. Um, we still haven't reached herd immunity anywhere. So that's also very frightening. (laughs) I mean, what? I'm just thinking about the fact that we're the same country where people have been getting, like, purchasing false vaccination cards so they can get on flights um, and go places. 
I like, think that before we should have came out with this, we should have made it as like an incentive, like at a state or a local level, if your state or your community reaches herd immunity, then you can, if you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated two weeks prior to your second shot or your Johnson Johnson shot, then you can take off your mask. But I also think we should have came out with a way to verify if you are vaccinated. We shouldn't just left it up to be like, oh yeah, just tell the truth because that's not going to happen. You're definitely going to have people who lie and that's going to put us in a lot of jeopardy and that's going to set us back. And I think I watched, I think it was on Beat the Press. Um, the host was saying, you realize though, like once, since you have put this out there, you cannot take this back. Like even if there's a huge spike, you will not be able to take this back. And I don't think they realize that. Um, I think they are just like, I think they're trying to be positive, optimistic about it. But it's like, you can't do that with Americans. As an American, we're the fucking worst. Um, it just doesn't work. Like I went to, I went to my first major league baseball game this past weekend. Shout out to the nationals and the O's for playing and making it a memorable experience for me. Um, and I was in, you know, the, the stadium and so many people were not wearing masks. And I was like, there's no way all these people are vaccinated. Like there's just Mm -hmm. no way. And it was like, like it's an obvious lie. Right. And it was like, even at like, even though it wasn't at full capacity, it still felt like this is a lot of people to be around at once. And for like the vast majority of them to not be masked, like mm-hmm. it just felt like a lot. And I was like, wow, this is not going to go well at all. Cause when summertime hits for real and things open up, it's going to be a shit show. It is going to be a shit show. Like, you have all these concerts, like, fucking rolling loud and all this stuff that are going to be happening. Yeah, it's all going to be happening this summer. And you're going to have, you know, niggas is going to be out here wilding because now they don't have to wear a mask. And it's going to set us back. And I don't think, like, I know they like, this is the science. And I understand there's probably a lot of pressure because it's been a year. You know, people are growing tired of wearing masks. I don't understand why, but they are. And so they probably, yeah, they probably saw the signs. was like, okay, let's release this. But I feel like there should have just been more (laughs) time and waiting on it. Because I was also talking about like in stores, they've been mass police, but now they're going to have to be vaccine police and verification police and that's not fair i feel like that's gonna put just a lot of burden on a lot of companies not companies but like places that you're gonna go to like when you're in the grocery store and and things like that and so it's gonna put a lot of burden on the workers as well like we've been talking about essential workers this is gonna harm essential workers I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, so I just think that this was not a smart move at all. Um, I was very angry when I first heard about it. And and I'm c- kind of come to the place now where I'm like, it is what it is. I don't give a fuck. I will wear my mask. Um, 
even if I'm outside. The only reason if I'm not going to wear my mask outside is if I'm like, it's a lot of open air and it's not crowded. That's yeah, the that's only what I've been trying to um, But other than that, I'm going to wear my mask just because you niggas is crazy. Like, hashtag mask on. Hashtag mask up, niggas. They were like, yeah, we're just going to trust in the honor system. And they were like, it's, they were like, well, you know, if you don't wear it and you're not, if you, if you take off your mask and you're not mask, if you're not fully vaccinated, it's going to hurt yourself. So do you think they care? Do you think they care? I mean, you know, the same people that from the very beginning was like, I can't wear a mask because like I have health issues. They Mine. didn't care <laughs> back then. Why would they care now? I mean, Honor system implies honor, and if there's one thing that American history should teach us, it's that Americans don't fucking have any. Like, as a nation, it's just not there. From from our inception, just not there. So, now I'm going to say, like, the CDC, they don't know what they're talking about because the science is there. They just didn't, they, they dropped the ball on this. And that's, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, um, I want to talk about this Texas abortion ban because I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And Please enlighten me on this. I think I know a little bit about it. Um, so basically, like with all things, the southern states have um kind of decided to be dumb again about this fucking shit with abortion. I don't, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand at all. Um, so they basically like passed this bill mm-hmm. that is, I think it's like, what is it? Six weeks or some shit. Like basically it's like super early. Um, like they're doing this bill that basically makes it illegal to get an abortion after like six weeks. Um, and that's before most people actually know they're pregnant. Like, I don't think, like, I think most women. I think, like, I'm trying to think about, like, how early, like, most women know. And I'm like, I don't think, I don't think I've known anyone who really knew that early. Um, but the point for me is um, this regulation of women's bodies. Like, It's not. I, I got my first period when I was 13 years old. Um, at 13, if someone had raped me and I'd been pregnant at six weeks, I would not have known about it. And under this law, you would have made it mandatory for me to give birth to this child, which would have injured me and this child as well, probably. Like, we both probably would have died on an operating table. I weighed, like, 90 pounds and would not have been able to carry this child to term. Like, 
this idea of like, oh, we want to protect life. Whose life? Because it doesn't seem like it's the life of the mother at all. You're not, there's like no allowances for things in this bill. Like they have not thought about women who are raped, women who have pre-existing conditions, women who literally trying to carry this child to term will result in death or injury for them and the child. Like there's just not, there's a lot of things we don't consider. And I think people like to think that, oh, this is preventing abortion. No, it's preventing safe abortions. People are going to get safe, get abortions regardless. The only difference is that um, white women will be able to go out and get them and because they have access to resources and money that will allow that to happen, while black and brown women will not. So they'll resort to illegal means um, and like going to shady nefarious places to get this procedure done and potentially die. So it's kind of ridiculous. I think whenever people bring up abortion and they're anti-abortion and they say, well, I'm anti-abortion because I'm pro-life. It's not an issue. Like, I just need people to be honest with themselves. You don't care about saving a life. You care about policing women's bodies. That's what you want to do. Um, Like, let's be honest. You don't care about someone's unborn child. At the end of the day, you are trying to police women's bodies. And that's what it is. Because... Not every woman that is going to get an abortion is just some sex crazed woman who just doesn't use protection and doesn't care about anything. And even if it is that situation, who fucking cares? Because it's not your body and it's not your business. It's that person's. And I think if we, as just like a country, can stop making laws that have to do with things that are none of our fucking business, you'd be a whole lot better. I mean, six weeks pregnant means your period's about two weeks late. Like, by the time you have the thought that you're going to be pregnant, it's too late to have an abortion. And, like, at this point, the baby is a pee. Literally, it's the size of a pea. It's just developing a heart and a brainstem. That shit is not a person yet, but you are, right? And But under the laws of the state, you as a full-fledged person who's lived, does you don't matter anymore, right? All that's mattered. You are essentially a vessel for something else, which is really shitty, especially in a state that leads the nation in childhood poverty. Like, You don't care about the kids after they're born, just while they're in vitro, I guess. Like, this is the same state that doesn't want want to mandate you wearing a mask, that doesn't want to mandate guns, but can mandate that women carry out pregnancies that might be fatal to them. Like, make it make sense. Especially because, like, it... It isn't going to do anything in the long run. Women are not going to stop having abortions. They're just going to avoid having them 
with physicians who are certified and qualified to do them. Because physicians are going to go to jail if they do it. Like literally, if you call and say that a physician did it, they could be, they could go to jail. Like, which is ridiculous. So for me, I'm like, all that's happening is you're regulating women's bodies, putting black and brown women in more risk because we already are three times more likely to die on the table during pregnancy. So now I have to carry out this pregnancy, right? And I have less access to birth control. I have less access to good medical care. Like you're setting us up to die and you just want to regulate women's bodies. But for what? It, if you want to regulate pregnancy, if you care about pregnancies, then you don't need to be looking at women's bodies, right? You need to be looking at men. You know why you need to be looking at men? Because because of math, which is something I fucking hate, right? I fucking hate math. But math tells us we need to think about men. Because if I'm a woman and I sleep with 100 men in a month, I can only get pregnant once. Only one of those niggas is going to impregnate me. If I'm a man and I sleep with 100 women in a month, I could potentially impregnate all 100 of them. So math tells us that what we need to do is give all men vasectomies. They're reversible. They're reversible. You can decide to change that shit. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Like, why do men feel the need? Why do men feel the need to have some say in what women do with their vaginas? Vaginas that they don't even understand because, you know, in the South, we don't even do sex ed right. So you don't even know what a vagina really fucking does. And you write in bills about it. It don't make sense. That and you don't care point. about children or life. Because if you did, you wouldn't be a fucking Republican. So, like, let's cut the cap. Oh. <laughs> like, all that means is bitches going to be driving across state lines, lying to all their friends about what's happening, getting these abortions, and then coming back. That is essentially what it is. People are just going to drive to other states to go get abortions. Or, and if they can't do that, they're going to get those backdoor abortions where they could potentially lose their life. And, you know, then it's like, wow, not only is that fetus dead, now the person is also dead. The person carrying the was is also dead. So, it's not going to save lives. It's going to in more lives. <laughs> it is. It, it is. And it's going to end more lives. It's going to traumatize a lot of women. Because if if any of you out there have ever talked or read about like these types of laws, um, they also penalize women who miscarriage. And, and that's something horrific to think about. The idea that something that is completely against your will can be used against you. Like you can be called a murderer because you're body rejects a fetus something that is completely out of your control most like something that a lot of women don't want to happen and a, a traumatizing experience that is right compounded by the law and so i just want to give a big fuck you to everyone who had a hand in this bill like all of y'all are going to white jesus hell and you're gonna burn 
Uh, I forget right, about right. YG's as hell. <laughs> so just know that and be prepared. And that's all I have to say on that. You're going to hell. Uh, next topic. <laughs> oh, next topic. Um, we're talking about Ronald Green. And then we were talking about the George Floyd University. Um, So two years ago, Ronald Green was killed, 2019. Um, When he was killed, the police report said that he had died um, in a car accident. So by the time that the police, like, was able to, I guess get to him or I don't know the exact wording, but the police report was wrong. It was falsified. That's, that's the big thing. So two years later, we have now seen a video footage of the police beating uh, Ronald Green. Um, And there's been a lot of similarities and a lot of people Comparing this to the George Floyd video, um, there's even like body cam footage, and you can hear one of the police officers as like the ambulance comes and is taking him away, saying that he like sort of boasting about how, in his words, this is not verbatim, how he basically beat the life, the fucking like life out of this man. Um. And even the coroner and the ambulance were like, these reports that the police made doesn't make sense. Like the coroner was like that he has like all these lacerations on his head that doesn't, this doesn't seem a car accident. This looks like it was done by a blunt force object. Um, So it's just another, another case of a black man being murdered and cops being fucking shitty and covering it up. Um, because now, two years later, we are finally coming to light of what actually happened. Um, this makes me think a lot of um, that man who just died down in what Elizabeth City in our state of in our home state of North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and how they basically the DA basically did, like denied the request to show the footage. Um, we live. And we live under a system where you call the police on the police. Like you call the people who are pressing you to stop their friends, co-patriots, co-workers from oppressing you. Like the system itself decides how to hold itself accountable. That doesn't make sense. Like they get to decide whether or not you're ever going to see the evidence of their own wrongdoing. And none of it makes sense. And, you know, I will say this time blue in the face and I, if you're listening, you probably mm-hmm. recognize already that I don't give a fuck about what anybody feels. Um, and I really don't, I don't give a fuck about anyone's how anybody feels about what I'm about to say. Cops are bad. All cops are bad. I don't care if anyone wants to argue and be like, but no, no. As a teacher, right there, like there are jobs in which you can't have a bad person. Right. If you get on a fucking plane and it's like, mm, we got like a 97, 95% like success rate of landing this bitch, you're going to get off. If you go into my classroom and I slap the shit out of, I don't know, 
two of the kids, I'm getting fired. If you go to the doctor and he just randomly decides to cut one of the patients up for no fucking reason, he's going to jail. He's getting sued. So why is in every other fucking profession there are consequences for your actions, but not for fucking cops? And instead, we like to say, well, you know, it's a traumatizing job. Bitch, it's a job you signed up for. You knew the risk. Everybody knows what being a cop entails. Like, you knew that when you went in. That's like a firefighter being like, I didn't know I was going to have to run into a fucking burning building. It's in the job description. So, no, you don't get any lead. Like, I don't feel any sympathy for you. I'm not going to give any leeway for you for whatever the fuck. No. All cops are bad until they fix this system because you're enabling it at this point. So, no, I don't have any, I don't have nothing nice to say about any cops any fucking where. Because as long as they continue to indiscriminately kill black people, um, all I have, your name is this. Your name is this to me. And you keep covering it up as well. Like, that's also what needs to be said. You don't even only kill us. You cover up that you kill us and then bit, and then turn us into the bad guy. You turn us, the victims of brutality, into fucking criminals and the bad guy. And you make us look like shit for dying, for being murdered by you. How trash is that? Y'all going to hell, too. Y'all going to white Jesus hell as well. If you're a cop, you're going to white Jesus hell. Be prepared for that. So, I watched news coverage of it. I saw the footage. I heard the police officer boast about how he had basically murdered this man. It was how it always is. Like, it's such... Being... Black in America. Exhausting. Is exhausting. And like so mind numbing that it doesn't make any sense. Like when you watch something like this, you don't burst into tears. You don't feel like an immense amount of grief, which is sad because you're so used to it. You just feel numb. You just feel angry and tired because there's like it's happened so many times. You can't even at this point. I can't even keep up with all the names. So they're saying I don't remember because it's been a couple days since I last saw news coverage of it. But they're saying that this case is going to be similar to the one of George Floyd's because there is that footage. Um, and they're going to say, there's talk about justice, but I, I hate when people say that word because it's not justice. It's just being held accountable for your fucking actions. Because justice, justice is what happens before they're murdered. I was going to say, justice is you not being murdered at all. You know, justice is Ronald Green still having his life to this day. Um, it's not the cops falsifying how he actually died it's his you know his family knowing what actually happened to him not two years later but the day that it happened um can you imagine how horrifying that must have felt to like have spent two years in limbo never knowing what happened 
excruciating. And now it's just like, you've been grieving this person's death. And then two years later, you find out that this is the truth behind it. That's such a traumatizing thing to have to deal with all of that grief that you've still been processing, but now it's even more. And you have to relive the experience all over again, right? Because now it's, you're watching this video, it's all ever, it's everywhere. Like you have to go through this loss again, except know that the last moments of the person you love were excruciating. It's awful. I hate you white people so much. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. No, her counter. People. No. no, okay. <laughs> I had this, I was listening to this podcast. I listened to the Code Switch on NPR. I love it a lot. Um, and I, I was listened to a couple other. episodes about them. So the other day they were talking about, I was listening to one episode and they were talking about um, black capitalism and this guy who was planning to build this like black city. Um, and one of the things they really like emphasized was the way that white liberals were not okay with this idea. Like white liberals were like, Oh, we don't like it. We feel like it's too much, too far, too fast. And for me, it really just like, it clicked in my head about this idea of how white people want justice to happen in the way they want it to happen. Right. They don't care about how black people feel and the what we say and how we express, you know, our ills and the trauma, right? They're like, yeah, 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 we get all that, but this, this is how we want you to solve the issue. And it's like, that's not mm-hmm. the solution we propose. That's not what we want. That doesn't fix things, right? But we always have to do things in the lens or frame of like, how is this acceptable to white folks? And it's so irritating. It's Honestly, just all of it is gross and disgusting. It doesn't come to a surprise to me that white people are like, "Mm, let's not do this. Because there's been societies in the past, um, in history, that have been black communities, that have been rich black communities that have thrived. And we have seen in history how white people have destroyed those communities and murdered the people there. Which is so confusing because it's like, what do you want from us? You're literally like, get away from us. Be away. We do. Okay? we do. And then you'd be like, but not that way. Like, what the fuck do you want? They want us to get away from them, but they want us to be in poverty. Like they want black people <laughs> to be separated on a little island, but them to also just be poor uh, have no sense of health. Just, they want us to be like those kids in those goddamn little commercials with the fucking fly that they donate Stop. money to. Not you referring to Trevor Noah talking about that fly. Yes, that's what they want. Honestly, it's like y'all want us to be in Lord of the Flies. Y'all want us to be them kids on the island. Like, what the fuck? We literally, like, White people realized we was on a whole different continent and y'all came and took us and then brought us here. And then like yeah, whenever man. we offered to go back, y'all be like, no, no. <laughs> like what? what? What is wrong with y'all? Like, do you understand how crazy it is for you to take someone from their land, bring them here and then be like, oh, how dare you be here? Go back. Or just like so angry. Like, 
everything that's happened and that is happening is your fault. <laughs> like Literally. you created all of these problems. Any problem we exi- that exists right now in modern society, you could trace it back to white people. It's y'all. Y'all are the problem. Y'all are the root of all evil. Like, let's be clear. Like, uh, name a problem. Name a problem. I bet you I could tell you how white people saw, how white people created it. I bet you. I bet in you. The, in our non-comments comments, actually, this is yeah. the plug. If you go to anchor, com and you look up the ketchup, you can send us a message. So, <laughs> you yes, I send me a message and be like, bitch, tell me how this is a problem. And I bet I'll tell you. I bet the fuck I will. Uh so there we go. Those are the only comments we we have. <laughs> yes, um, please, please comment and <laughs> and leave us things. I find it so interesting. Like whoever is listening to this, I'm always like, who the fuck is doing that? She's always like, get on the demographic so I can see. <laughs> I mean, it's just interesting to think about, like. People literally listening to us talk to each other and just rant and talk about things. So, wild. All right, you ready? Yes. It's time for Rants and Raves! Are we done with Trash Can News? Really? Yes. That was it. Uh, or you, what were you going to say about George Floyd? Just that like it's his anniversary of his death? I was just going to say on the anniversary of his death, I would like to say that <clears throat> not shit has fucking changed, folks. Yeah. So, don't stop that fuck don't get in your like oh everything's cool because we arrested this one first off he hasn't even been sentenced nigga might be since like a year because y'all know how y'all do that dumb shit yeah no one else has been on trial um and as we saw by the video there was it was more than just Derek chauvin um also biden dropped the ball he was like a congress we're gonna get this bill passed by the time of his death anniversary that did nope. not happen. Nope. <laughs> I knew so. that was a lie. I told y'all. I told, I was like, mm, not y'all here caping for this white man who's not about to do what he said. And then what did I? What what happened? He ain't do what he said. No. Uh, nothing. Has, I just wanted to say that nothing has changed. I want everybody to keep the same momentum they've had. Um, don't let this shit die. Like a year later and we're still dealing with these same issues. And I just feel like we keep hearing stories of people in the past who again have suffered and haven't been held people. No one's held accountable. And then the president right now. So yeah, just, just keep it going. And I wish the best and I wish healing for his family. Now, rants and raves. Now, rants and raves. You want to go first? Because I don't know any of the things that you want to talk about. (laughs) I have no idea. Which is hilarious because I know the things you want to talk about. Uh, It's because I feel you have, like, interest of, like, the younger generation. (laughs) And I don't have those interests. Um... To be your age, you're very in tune with things of the younger generations that I am not in tune to because I'm too fucking old. No. For that. 
Not you saying I like things that young kids like. Oh, no. I just, you know how, like, there's always, like, a TikTok debate about Gen Z and millennials. You you be keeping up with the Gen Zs. And I I am one, but I, no. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe it's because, like, I'm a teacher, so I get to, like, listen to stuff that they like as well and kind of, like, be like, oh, this is cool. This is neat. So uh, all I know is that that girl, Olivia, all I know is that song that she came out with where she was driving. And I remember Alexis told me about it. And I was like, why is she crying over this boy in this car? Because I saw his face and I was like, you right. I was like, like, he's not it. I was like, this is the nigga that we crying in the car about. And he got two, two y'all Disney girls fighting over him. Nah, he's not it. You, you're not wrong about that. But get together. <laughs> so, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, um, she came out with her debut album. It's called Sour. Shout out to her for owning her masters, because you know not everybody does that. So, bitch is a smart businesswoman. Um, it's great. I am really into. I love pop punk. So I. Pop punk. It's not just pop. No, she has. She definitely has some like pop influences in some of it, and mm-hmm. some punk influences in some of it. Like some of it sounds. Some of it is giving. Like you know, you can see she's got some Avril Lavigne influences, and like some more like scene influences. And I think that was really good. Um, you can also see how Taylor Taylor Swift influenced her a lot. You can hear some of that. <laughs> Um, I really liked it. I didn't like I I think I expect I went into it thinking like I wasn't gonna like it because I was yeah. gonna feel like it was too teeny bopperish for me. That's why I my expectations from that one song when she was talking about driving down the street, I was like, girl, if you don't stop crying. <laughs> and I think I mean I like driver's license. I think it's a good song and like in the sense of like how she sings, I don't relate to the lyrics as much. Um, because I don't, she was down bad over that man, but yeah. not me. Um, <laughs> but I really do, um, like enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. what she had to say. And I feel like, People always talk about women, uh, especially the new girls, like the new girls in the game. They're always talking about like, oh, these girls, all these women, all the singers, all the rappers, they only talk about sex or their relationships. And it's like, bitch, what the fuck you want me to talk about? Like, please get like, what do you want me to talk about? Pythagorean theorem? How the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? Like, what the fuck? Men only talk about those things, too. They talk about sex. They talk about relationships and they talk about getting money. Right. So what is the difference? I feel like it's just this horrible double standard for women. And I think she did a very good job of putting, like, you could tell she has influences from other genres mm-hmm. in the album. I see punk, I see pop, I see country. I saw all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, country folksy like I saw all of that in the album I thought as an album it was very cohesive 
it has a lot of teen angst, but I don't think it's like too much that somebody older would be like, I hate it. Like (laughs) old. And I still was like, Oh, this is cute. And this is like, she sings well, the music is good. Like none of it is like too cringy. So shout out to her for like making something that I enjoyed and yeah. I'll definitely really good. I recommend it. I'll definitely give it a listen tomorrow on my way to class since my drive is an hour. <laughs> my personal favorites are um good for you and brutal. Mm. Bitch said, I can't even parallel park. And I said, oof, I felt that. (laughs) Say. So, I I mean, I can parallel park if I can drop into the space. I I learned how to (laughs) in this past year. So I feel better about it. I still I still prefer not to try it if it's if the space looks a little too small, but I would do it better. Just give me a parking spot. Stop playing with these games. <laughs> That's true, right? Just give me a damn park spot, though. Like, just make a lot for me. Stop playing. But you, you want to talk about Lotto, so. Yeah, so um, I went to YouTube to go see some new songs. She dropped a new song. Lil Nas X dropped a new song. I won't get into that song because I, I need to give it a couple more listens and dissect it because it made me feel sad. Um, but Mulatto, I knew she was dropping a song because I follow her on Instagram. She was like, all right, I'm dropping this song. And I looked at it and I listened to it and I listened to the lyrics and then I noticed that she changed her name. And I, I like the song. I like the visuals, you know, she's a very pretty girl. She's very lovely to look at. Um. Her outfits were amazing. Her hair was making amazing. The makeup was amazing. What was confusing to me is how y'all bullied this girl into changing her goddamn name. Okay, I feel like okay, we're on the same page. Yes, um, like y'all in this climate, y'all are like you really need to change your name because like think about everything with George Floyd and all this. That's the thing that in in the. <laughs> like in the midst of us talking about police brutality and George Floyd and all these names, you're thinking, you know, what I need to be doing instead of like trying to help the cause, I need a bully mulatto into changing her name because it's, <laughs> it's culturally insensitive. Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking serious? I mean, her name is mulatto because she's a mulatto. I mean, she's thank you. And she explained it before. Like, if you go back and I think on her YouTube or look up like old videos of her, she's explained like she's mixed and like her experience with this and like all of this thing. Like, she's explained her name. (laughs) She explained it a lot of times. Um, Also, like, she's also been very clear about it, like being a a reclaiming of, of of something you know, that people that like people often frown upon, like the idea of being mulatto, being mixed and like reclaiming that for herself. Y'all want to reclaim the N word. How she come she can't reclaim that? It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's just not making sense. How was she offending you by calling herself mulatto? Like she didn't come into your face, <laughs> right? She didn't into tell your you. Room. 
and call you a mulatto ass bitch. No. <laughs> She's called herself. It said it's mulatto. It's big lotto. So how did that offend you? Please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, it's giving y'all have worms to rain. Like, I just don't understand how y'all are mad at this bitch for this. Like, and everyone's like, it's a slur. There are lots of things that are slurs that we be using and nobody had a problem with it. Um, let this light ass bitch do what she want to do. Like, Jesus Christ, y'all be picking the wrong things to be making. If y'all had this much like gumption and drive about actual fucking problems about white people. <laughs> You know, we could get shit done. Y'all be harking on things that don't even fucking matter. It's none of your goddamn business that she calls herself mulatto. Because she's calling herself mulatto. And it's not that, like, she actually thought about this. Like, it wasn't just her deciding it. And, like, in the, in the like, song, she was saying, like, I was a kid then, but I'm a, like, but I've grown now. But I feel like even her making that decision as a kid, she had a reason for it. Like, you talked about how you watched that little show she was in and like everything to learn about all her background. So I feel like even as a kid, she had like a reason. She wasn't just out here just trying to be rude and hurting people, offending people. And like, how does it offend you? And the thing is, is like, Yes, it's an offensive term, but it's also a dated term. Nobody actually uses the term mulatto anymore to refer no to gonna mixed come race up people. To you, if you're a mix or light skin and call you mulatto, I look. I'm light skin, all right. And yes. people always assume that I'm mixed. No one has ever came up to me and called me mulatto in my 22 years of living. I've never heard anyone say that to me yes and so it's kind of like you know she's reclaiming a term for herself you know and that might have been that might have been helpful for her that might have been therapeutic for her we don't know but it might have been empowering for her yeah it might have been empowering for her so at the end of the day it's like why does she need to change her name to make y'all feel comfortable when the slur that she is using one is not applicable to you it doesn't affect you um and it's a term that nobody uses i'm pretty sure half of the people who listen to her don't even know what the fuck it means so like you know because i'm pretty sure there are a hell of ton of little white bitches out here listening to her who've never heard the term mulatto because literally if you don't like if you don't know history or haven't read like old literature or like anything you wouldn't know where the fuck that comes from. And I got to tell you, the education system today is not great enough that they probably learn it. So, you know. Well, I can tell you that because I'm a teacher. <laughs> so, like, let this girl live her life. I mean, and, and most of the time when she says her, she doesn't even come out and say mulatto. She usually just says big lotto. Yeah. So. Um, but. I, I am sorry that she was bullied into changing her name, but I look forward to the new stuff that she's going to bring out. I look forward to her journey as Lotto. Um, and I just wish her all the luck. I enjoy the song. I got to give it another listen. It's definitely one of those songs you can get ratchet to. You know, 
sometimes that's just what the girls need. They just need to feel like they can beat a bitch's ass and shake their ass. And she gave that. Let's not talk about shaking ass because I really listened to that Turkey Later song and I was hoping for, you know. I did not listen to it, so I don't know about it yet. I'm going to just say it. Carisha cannot ride a beat. I'm sorry. She said she don't want to be called Carisha. Young Miami cannot. She cannot ride a beat for nothing. I don't know what's going on. The thing <laughs> is, no, because let me not let me not get this wrong. Get this wrong. When JT was locked up, Miami was out in these streets getting the bag. She was on all the tracks. She was cutting up. She was really tearing it up. And then JT got out, and it was like. JT drained the power out of her or something because it's, it's because like because she's with that fucking nigga. She be JT is with that goddamn bitch with that goddamn fucking jewel in his goddamn head. <laughs> that jewel must be a homing beacon or device. It's so a, whenever she the hangs jewel is sucking the power out of Carisha. Whenever she thinks about how her friend is locked up hostage. <laughs> With goddamn Mega Mind, it sucks her soul. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks her soul. Like, I don't. I was just like, "What is going on?" I was like, "Is that that fucking jewel must be some sort of like secret weapon? It's sucking the power out of Miami." Because like, she was doing so well. She like, I literally was like, "She's so good." And then. Ever since she just be getting on songs and she do not be writing a beat for shit. It just be bad. Damn. Like I listened to that song and I said, "Damn, this is not good. This is not it." I was like, I was hoping for the bop of the summer, and you did not give it to me. Well, I'll but see. shout out to the city girls for you know giving me like bops after bops after bops. Did I they tell really you? How one time, this is, we're getting so off topic, but this is, this makes sense for us. I was in the store, right? And when I'm in the store, I always have my AirPods so that niggas don't try to come up and talk to me, especially because we're in a pandemic. Why the fuck are you talking to me anyway in the grocery store? Get your groceries and leave, bitch. But I think it's rude as a customer when I'm getting my groceries bagged and I'm checking out to have AirPods in. Um, I think it's rude mm-hmm. because like I want you to talk to me and like and ask. So I just think it's rude. Um, plus I can't hear anyway. Like I be having it pause, but I can't hear anyway. You know, I I can't I can't hear. I can't see. I, I don't know how I be functioning. So I take them out so I can hear when you try to say like, "Hey, how was your day?" So I don't seem rude. So one time I'm in the food lion, as I do be. <laughs> yeah, be in the food lion. I'm there. I'm getting myself checked out. I go put my AirPods up. This guy hadn't said anything to me. So I'm like, I took up my AirPods for no reason. You didn't ask me how my day was. He didn't even say, hey. You didn't ask me nothing. You say Carter Cash, nothing. He was silent. So I pull out my phone to check something, my phone screen is frozen. What the fuck? And for some reason, I'm trying to, I'm like tapping it to get to work and it hits play on, (laughs) oh, it hits play on a City Girls song. Let me find exactly which one because this, this elevates the whole entire song once you know 
exactly what song it is. Oh my gosh. Because when I tell you I was embarrassed, I was embarrassed. It was not a good time for me, Gabby. I think it was. I think it was Jobs and it was JT's verse. And then I started blasting in like high volume and I kept trying to pause it. <laughs> but it wouldn't pause because my phone. Just, just turn the volume down. <laughs> it wouldn't work. And so I was like shuffling, trying to pause it. And JT is like rapping about like getting dick down or something. And I'm in the middle of the fucking food line. And I finally get to stop. And I look up the cashier and the guy looks at me. And I just put my card in and I leave in silence. And I'm like, I can't go to the school line again for two months. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll never be back. <laughs> I was like, you can't, we can't be seen here ever again. <laughs> no groceries for two months. I can't. I was like. I'm just starving. I, I was I was sweating, Gabby. I was sweating so much. You know, I can't deal <laughs> <laughs> my anxiety it just went through the roof <laughs> that's so funny I bet he was just like is this happening to me right now I bet he was so amused but he was like nope the customer's always right just leave it alone <laughs> I, was like, I, was so, I was so embarrassed I was like <gasps> I just like looked at him and I was like I'm so sorry I don't know what's happening I think it was like one of those verses where JT was talking about something about like getting her ass air or something like that. And that's why my eyes went just like, <laughs> in that moment, I could have died. <laughs> I could have died right there. I could have shriveled up into a ball. I was like, oh. Oh my God. Speaking of asses. My goodness. <laughs> so, no, I just want to put this. I just. I, so yes. my students graduated today and they were like, hey, we want your number so we can text you now that we're free. And I was like, okay, fine. Why did one of them send me a meme that said, him, can I push your stool in? Her, let's see how dinner goes first. And I was like, that's so disgusting. And they were like, Who no, wait, we don't get it. And I was like, what does stool stand for? Like, what is stool a euphemism for? What is stool softener? <laughs> Like, who sent you this? A student. The fucking kids. They're so ridiculous. These kids are out, out here being wild. I just want everybody to know these this new generation of kids, savage. They need help. But I digress. Speaking of savage, your next thing you want to talk about? Invincible. Let's do it. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Okay, spoiler alert. If you have not seen Invincible, do not Stop listen. Right Stop listening. Because uh, the next topic is just going to be what? Be Bad Girls Club. So just, just, just exit. Exit out of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so have you finished it? Yeah, I did. Okay, let's talk. Let's, let's really talk about this, though. Because from the first episode, I was like, this nigga is a psychopath. The dad. Yes. I was like, this nigga. I was. I was talking to Marcus, and I was like, watch it be like some weird shit. Like I did this to make you stronger. You know, 
Like if I killed all of the guardians of the globe, then it would just be us. And then you, me and you would have to protect the world and we had to be stronger. But it was even more psychotic than that. That's what I thought it was going to be. I was like, he did this so his son could have an opportunity to be stronger and be a soul here, be the soul hero. I was like, oh, I was like, it's like being a good dad, but like a sociopath. And then it wasn't. It was more psychotic than that. I said, oh, no. Oh, he's real, real crazy. Oh, this nigga is, like, real, real crazy. I just have to say, the worst thing I've ever heard anyone say before was when he said, I love your mom like a pet. I said, this, I said, this, whoever wrote this, whoever wrote this is sick. They're sick and they're (laughs) trash and they need to die. (laughs) today because who the fuck thinks of things like this i was like it's 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 wrong it's he wrong was like, think about it your mom is gonna die and i'm gonna be alive for fucking forever i was like okay but like y'all had this woman carry your whole ass child i knew something was weird about that when they went out to that you know when they went i think it was italy and she said that was like she was like oh that was like 20 years ago and he was like oh he was like, oh, it's, it wasn't that long ago. And she was like, bro, it was like 20 years ago. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I was like, oh, my God, this nigga don't age. Um, I was like, you've been with her for all these years and she's just been a pet to you? She's a dog. I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> the one, my one gripe, and this is so small, my one gripe with this show is how fucking corny it is with their goddamn title scene. How every time someone's in the middle of a sentence and they're about to say invincible, the title scene, <laughs> the title screen shows up. That was so corny. No, I love the title screen because I every time it gets bloodier, bloodier. And bloodier. That I did like, but how he'd be like, yeah, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, we're not all as this. And then it'd be like, invincible. <laughs> that was corny. You have to admit how, like, they were okay, always throwing it into I thought it was cute, and I liked it. <laughs> but the blood, I like the blood. Um, um, can we just talk about how, the, I think, it, not the last episode, I think it is the last episode. Everything that's happening where he's fighting his dad, and his dad is just basically murdering everybody. I think oh, that whole time my mouth, my jaw was just open on the floor. <laughs> I think I looked... So I'm pretty sure my eyes was wide and I just like sputtered. I was just like, uh, 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 uh. no sounds, just wide the eyes. Train. Mouth the train is what took me out. When he took him and brand him through that train and killed all those people with his face, I was like, <gasps> I was like, how hard is your body? How hard is your body? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. I was just like <sighs> this is a full-blown sociopath like oh my god he was like i was like this is like some nazi shit right here you know? he literally was like who gives a fuck about these people they're fucking ants compared to us i was like oh my god not you saying that you need to be on earth to protect us and colonize us but we're fucking ants oh my god i was like so his dad is like the worst person in the world. He's literally the worst. Oh my and god! When he shed that tear. I was like, "You, you beat the." And I knew something was wrong with him. Like I knew he was psychotic when he saw his son basically 
on death's doorknob when he like went to go help the black guy mm-hmm. and remember how he like got literally dying because that like cat beast creature that was just taking that thing and basically destroying his entire stomach and his his dad was just up in the sky watching his son basically die and not do anything i was like so he's 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 crazy Mm -hmm. he's psychotic full-blown full-blown insane i was like so but i the show was so good and i'm I'm so when glad. All the on, when the first episode, I was like, this is what it's going to be like. <laughs> I'm so glad of what the show did with Amber's character because when she was Pause. in. Why y'all niggas on the internet yes. hate Amber? I'm so sick of y'all. Hello? Niggas really be talking shit about Amber on the internet. I know that's because originally her character is white and you know how people are <laughs> originally in like I think in the comic books Amber is white and so people are like how dare she be black and they're like it's not even think it's not even about race and I'm like oh it's not about race but you were definitely using slurs about her race so how is it not about race but people was always like she's so terrible and I was like how is she terrible I mean she was kind of annoying when he was like I'm a superhero that's why I'm doing all of this. And she was like, yeah, I know that. I'm still breaking up with you. I was like, what? Because he lied. Yeah, okay, but that didn't make sense to me because she knew he was a superhero, though. Why would she get so mad at him in terms of, like, abandoning his friend? Because she was like, you abandoned us. Because he was like, oh, no, I went to go get help. And she was like, no, you didn't. Like, if you knew that he was invincible and that he didn't abandon his best friend and that he was actually, like, risking his life... Why were you so, like, why were you so pressed about that? That's what it pers- to me. I think personally she just felt upset. I think it wasn't even about that. I think it was her feeling upset that he didn't trust her enough to tell her. Like, that he made up all these excuses and lied to her. And she felt like, I'm supposed to be in a relationship with you, but you're lying to me. Like, you don't, tr- obviously that means you don't trust me. Yeah. I will applaud the show for doing, not doing what I was afraid of what they were going to do with her character because she was a black character and they had Eve. I just knew they was about to make her the love interest. I was like, they're going to make this white girl the the love interest and I'm going to hate it. But I was afraid it was going to happen. I was like, he's going to start this relationship with Amber, but she's not going to, they're going to have these issues because he's a superhero and she doesn't know. And then they're going to break up and he's going to go to E because like, oh, you understand because you're also a superhero. I was afraid they were going to do that. Oh, you froze. Oh, you froze for a second too. I experienced it. Am I I back? Yes. Okay. I was afraid what they were going to do is get him together with Eve and be like, well, I want to be with you because you're also a superhero and you understand what it's like after like doing my girl dirty. And they didn't do that. And I'm so thankful they didn't. I'm so thankful they didn't just use her character as like, you know, the black supporting character. Like she had a lot of depth to her. And I really That's enjoyed what I thought it. it was going to be too. Um, but I'm so glad they didn't because I would have had to stop watching it. My favorite character is my crazy psychotic nigga robot 
had the most interesting fucking plot line. What? No, that was too much. He was doing too much. And I was like, this one right here, sick. <laughs> no, I was like, at first, because I was like, oh, he's a robot. And then, like, he had the whole thing with Monster Girl. And I was like, you just, he just told you, like, how he relates to you. And then you're going to be like, how, what do you know? You're a robot. Turns out, he's this fetus-looking thing that's 30 years old, this actual man, but that can't live. And I was like, oh, you know, I would have, like, I understand why he did what he did. I just don't like that he used Rex's face because I hate Rex. I love Rex. I think he's hilarious. I hate Rex. I hate him. I find him so funny. Um, And the first moment Yo. they entered the screen, I said, this is that nigga from Big Mouth that fucks pillows. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. I said, it's the pillow fucking nigga. Why is he, why is he on my screen? I love him in that show too. He's so funny in Big Mouth. But no, I, I, when he, when he was in the, the shower with Duplicate, I was like, oh, oh. And then he was like, I mean, is it really her? I was like, yo, no, he didn't just say, is it really her? Does it really matter? I was like, no, this is, this is some 2000, this is some 2000 S R&B nigga shit. Like the way Usher would be like, I know I cheated on girl, but I'm man enough to tell you this. No, both, both, right? Usher with his, I'm telling you the, the girl I love that I'm having a baby by a woman I, I barely even know, but like. At least I had the balls to tell you this. I'm man enough. Please forgive me. And John Legend being like, just because I cheated on you doesn't mean I don't love you, girl. Like, I did a bunch of stuff, so you didn't know I cheated on you. Like, what? You're gaslighting the fuck out of me right now. Like, how? But I loved him. I thought he was so funny. I was like, he's trash, but he's funny. Eve did deserve better, though. Not going to lie about that. Also, I felt that if I was Eve, right, me and Mark, we couldn't be friends. Because, like, she was there for him, like, letting him spill his, like, life problems to her. And did anyone ever find out that, like, her dad is a piece of trash? Like, no one found that out. Like, no one talked to her about that. Like, Mark never was there for her to, her to like, talk to him about that. No. I felt really bad for her character. I was like, does anyone know that this bitch is just living in the goddamn woods? No. <laughs> no, like her father is, is awful. Mm. No. Oh what my God. It? What's going on? But I, I thought about what my favorite character is. Who's your favorite character? If you tell me Rex. And it's going to be so random. Guess. Huh? If you tell me Rex, I'm going to hang up the phone. Mm. It's not Rex. Is it a male yes. character? No, it's not. Is it a villain? Yes. Of course it is. Is it the black guy? No. The, 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 it's a villain. Are they human? Yes. Hello. What? Are they human? Yes. I don't know. It's that nigga who was blowing up the national park. 
Oh my gosh, Gabby, what the fuck? He was so no that whole that whole scene, mwah, like cinematic masterpiece. I loved it. I was like, he was doing this, and I was like, this nigga making sense. Like he's speaking facts. <laughs> like everything he's saying is right. But they also shouldn't have worshipped him. Like I was like, this doesn't make sense. You're mad at these people like, for enslaving people, but you yourself, like it's. It's the pot calling the kettle black. Like, sir, calm down. All I knew was he was in that national park blowing up. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to blow this shit up with like a mm-hmm. volcano. And I was like, I was like, method might be extreme, but like <laughs> his rationale, his rationale is right on the money. Oh my gosh. The worst villain was that fucking crazy guy from the university. He was psycho. He was like, I'm making the one that was like, I'm making humans better. I'm taking our weaknesses and strengthening us. I was like, okay, but you also kidnapped these niggas and did it against their will. So like. So Omni-Man 2.0. I was like, so if you think about it, like you're, you're a researcher, right? You say that you're like the smartest person. This is against a lot of ethical codes. You would have gone to jail, sir. So Omni-Man 2.0, cause that's the same thing he believes in. Like I'm making this better. He literally was like, my society has no weaknesses because we literally just fought to the death. I was like, ah, <laughs> I was like, this is not what Clark Kent, aka Kalil, wanted. Like, no. That's not what they was doing on Krypton. It was awful. His dad was just awful. I just felt so bad for his mom. So I felt bad I, for his mom. The demon detective, he deserved better. <laughs> He did. I liked him a lot, and I was really pissed when they exercised him, his ass, and it was like, bro, he was just trying to do the right thing. And he was like, I can't. You should just stay away from the goddamn case. I was like, so everyone knows that this nigga is a killer, which I was trying to figure out why. And then they figured out why, and they were like, wow, we should have we just, like, locked him up from the beginning. Right. We should have just put this nigga in a cell, deep underground. It was like, wow. They were like, look, you look at things as black and white and you need to just stay away from this. It was like, yo, he's literally compelled to look into this because like his cursed soul, like he can't help it. One. Two, this is pretty black and white. He brutally murdered a whole team of superheroes. Like it does like what there's no gray area there. It doesn't matter why he did it. <laughs> I don't know why we were trying to figure out why he did it. Like, like what do you mean? I also was like, why? But I also was like, oh, this nigga is psychotic. <laughs> I mean, no, I wanted to find out why, but I also was like, um, I just want to know why. Because I was like, what the fuck? I also wanted to know why, but I felt like his craziness trumped the why and i said why we can figure out the why but first let's 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 put this man in the jail cell because there's no reason like no rationale could have been like yeah i'm doing this for the greater good you brutally murdering the guardians of the globe couldn't have been for the greater good 
Yo, when he took the little speedster's head and crushed it, I felt so bad, especially because I was like, damn, we literally just watched him with his little girlfriend, his wife being like, I love you, girl. He was like, my life is always going so fast, but with you, like, it's okay. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. Like, when they started showing us all of, like, what is it, the alien one with the little boy stretching himself. And I was like, why? At first, I was like, why is this nigga in an abandoned building with a child? But then I was seeing him, like, stretch himself. He was like, I've never stretched myself that far. And little kid and everything in their lives. Right, all these guys doing such cute things. And then they fucking got murdered by Omni-Man, that piece of shit. Brutally murdered. He's a monster. A fucking monster. I was like, wow. I feel like that's exactly what superheroes would be like, though, if they were real. Like, I feel like they would be like, so they would feel like, you know, so above regular human beings that they would have basically normal moral conscience, like at all. I mean, he did bash his son's face in. It was like, I can just make another kid. I said, <gasps> when he said that, I was like, how you going to do that with your pet dog? <laughs> She know now. How, how you gonna do it? She already know that you think she, she's a, a dog. She not gonna do it now. You can't. Because it's been broadcasted on television that you're a monster. Yeah, I was like, who gonna sleep with you now? Sad thing is in America, somebody will do it. Some some somebody some crazy hoe will do it. It'll be somebody like, y'all the same hoes that watch killer shows and be like, Ted Bunny's so hot. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's, no, he's not. not. He's not attractive. The only version of him that is attractive is Zac Afron. And that was still not attractive because I was like, it's Ted Bundy still. Like, y'all really be fantasizing about fucking serial killers. Like, no. No. Sicko. But that's why I'm like, uh, somebody in America would have done it. But I enjoy the show. I, I recommend everyone to watch it. Um, now that we spoiled it. I put a time. I'll put a timestamp in in the description that says "Invincible Spoilers." I don't remember when we started talking about it, but it'll just say when we say "Spoiler Alert," skip to one twenty-five. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay, last thing. My Ratchet TV, right? This is all you. <laughs> um. This is just like a a quick a quick plug for BGC. Um I so I bought that Ratchet Network Zeus. Um of course you did. So I could watch BGC Baddies in Atlanta. Um and it's got the BGC girls back, you know, and it's got some of my faves, but I've been watching it. And the last episode, Natalie got into a fight with Christina. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Emmy. I remember Natalie. She was the Christina, one that Yes, Christine. Everybody knows Natalie. But Christina was on season nine, New Mexico. And Christina was from Jersey. Christina was literally the girl who, this is my favorite story to tell about her, woke up. In the middle of the night, one time, 
and her laughing in another room and went into the room with her friends and was like, why the fuck you bitches laughing at me? I beat all you bitches asses. Like, what the fuck? And it was like, this girl's crazy. Like, she's actually crazy. She's always willing to fight. She's always ready to fight. And she's always going off. She has, like, a hair trigger temper. And I was like, oh, my God. Natalie's lost it. <laughs> I literally had to sit. I was like, Nat, you know, like, when we talk about BGC, there's always people who talk, like, it's it's kind of like WWE. People talk about it. They're like, there's elite fighters. <laughs> Cena is, is an elite fighter. You know, that's not the Natalie one you is a want. Pretty girl. <laughs> Natalie is not that, right? <laughs> that's not the one you want, girl. Mm-hmm. So I was just very concerned for Natalie. You know, I was like, oh, damn. I was like, it's early on. She about to get rocked. Um, <laughs> you know, so... It is the high, like, trash entertainment stuff that I like. And I, anyone else who enjoys gutter trash should watch it as well. Like, you will enjoy it. I mean, is it strange to watch women who are in their 30s? They're in their 30s now because we used to watch this when we were teenagers. Yeah, who are in their 30s and possibly 40s. Are you... Like they're in their twenties and punch each other in the face. Yes, it is weird, <laughs> but it's also entertaining. So I vote that yes, if you like trash, this is this is the garbage. This is the hot garbage for you. Um, let's see who else is on it. Tanisha, Natalie, Tanisha, Janelle, the world's favorite. Tanisha is everyone's favorite. The the mm-hmm. original. The the OG of BGC, Tanisha, mm-hmm. Natalie, Janelle, Sarah, Christina, Seven, Judy. I got the booty for you, bitches. Um, yeah. trying to think if there's anyone else, and I think that's it. Okay. And oh, and there is they introduced a trans girl, which I thought was interesting. She yeah. was not on BGC, but she had been a replacement. Her name's you Sydney. Those ignorant women are going to make a lot of transphobic slurs. Oh, no. Judy has already told her that she's a man and called her a Vienna sausage. Wow. We it, love to see it. <laughs> it was very transphobic. I'm not going to lie. Um, oh, yeah. They were they were fighting the two of them. Apparently, they used to be friends, and then now they aren't. And I mean, I got it in the sense that, like, if you're fighting with someone who's trans, I assume that the first thing you go for is the fact that they're trans. The same way, like, no, no, I, I mean, I don't think that I would do it. I was like, you're a horrible person if you do. I don't think that I would do it. I'm just saying, you're not a woman, you're a man, like. I was just I'm just saying that I'm like, oh, in a fight, that's gotta be the first thing that people go for because they're like, that's it's the it's the low hanging fruit. Where he was like he was watching those kids and he was like, Your mother's in a fucking wheelchair. Like that makes you an awful person. <laughs> Wait, what? You remember in the Donald Glover skit where he was like talking about how kids scare him he was like yeah i was watching these kids they're fighting over a basketball and then the kid got the basketball he just looked at him and was like that's why your mom's in a fucking wheelchair <laughs> oh you're right that's true so that's that, that makes you awful 
I mean, like I said, I don't think that I would do it. I just feel like people do because it's the easiest thing to say. It's like low hanging fruit, right? It's the easiest thing to like come up off with automatically. But she was being transphobic. She really was like, I don't want people to think I'm transphobic. I was like, yikes. Too late. Um, I was like, is this girl like doing a lot? Yeah. But are you also being transphobic? Also, yeah. Like, uh. maybe her hair was like bad or like her makeup. Come to that. I mean, she can't. Because the girl's hair is not bad, and neither is her makeup. Damn. And Judy's wearing a terrible wig right now. So I mean, it's Judy. So I, I don't know. I don't have high expectations. <laughs> She's wearing a terrible wig. It's not. It's not looking great. It's a like she got on a motherfucking party city ass wig, and it don't look good. And she's still Judy, so she's still a drunken mess. She should have gone to rehab. <sighs> Is it the drugs? It's giving Ron drugs. That's what it's giving. She should have gone to rehab. Interesting enough, I do think it's interesting to watch them now and then go back and look at pictures of them before their plastic surgeries. Some of them look so different. Like, night and day. Damn. Which also adds an extra element of humor and entertainment to it. Um, you enjoy so again, it. So you continue. Ten out of ten. Recommend this trash. You, you do you. That's all I can yes, say. That and Jocelyn's cabaret, guys. <laughs> no, look, Jocelyn is literally trash reality TV royalty. Like nothing will get ever get better than that time that she got up with Stevie J and got into that fight on the reunion. Amazing. Quality TV. Okay, Gab. On that night, on that note, I'm going to have to say it's been, it's been real fun. Um, (laughs) Good night. I just wish you approved of my TV choices more, Amy. I mean, you watched Invincible. That was really good. I was like, as you can see, I have some taste. I can be refined. I just also enjoy trash sometimes. It's trying to watch The Godfather of Harlem, which is her first non-career. Oh, so she's the one who bought Epics and charged me. Okay. Okay. Charged you? Yes, because I got the bill for it. And I was like, who the fuck bought this? She's supposed to have it on her Amazon, not yours. No, it's on mine. I was like, who the fuck bought this? And I'm paying for it. Like, I woke up and I thought Michael had bought it at night while I was sleeping because he stays up sometimes because I'd be passing out. And I was like, he probably went to sleep at two in the morning watching this shit. I was like, did you you order this last night? He was like, uh, no. He was like, I've never heard of this. Mom watched it while braiding my hair. It's it was real good. No, like it's real good. You should watch it. Yeah, I'd probably watch it. I'd probably like it. I mean, I, mean, I can now that it. I pay for it. So, so you should, you, know? you should, you should watch it. Um, yeah, it's good. Lots of violence. You know, we love violence. Forrest Whitaker. We love, we love that. Based off of real events. 
Malcolm X. They got a guy playing Malcolm X in there. It's great. Oh, I love Malcolm. I mm. know you love Malcolm, so there you go. I love some Malcolm, y'all. <laughs> and another wife that would have been my husband. <laughs> I say as a black woman who dates white men. God. <laughs> We have Malcolm X's in it, so there you go. What more do you need? What I need is my five dollars back from mom because why she? That's what I mean because she could have told me. I don't think she knew. I thought I could have swore we were on her Amazon and not yours. Nope. It really was sent me a notification like, "You bought Epics." You have a seven-day free trial. After that, you're going to be charged $5 every month. I was like, who the fuck? I literally was like, do I need to change my password again? <laughs> and now I know. Now I know. It was mama. I mean, hey, it's only $5. <laughs> I mean, that shit add I, up. I know. But hey, look. Let, this is the first time mama's watching something that's not a Korean drama, okay? Let her have it. <laughs> You're right. I'll let her have it. I'll let her have it just for that. You're right. Because when I tell you how she's watched Secretary Kim like six times, it's ridiculous. Uh, I know. I know. She need help. She down bad. At this point, she thinks she is Korean. Like, I need her to stop. She literally thinks she can speak Korean because she watched that many Korean dramas. It's like, no. No, you don't, Mom. No, you don't. I'm like, sometimes you don't even be watching Korean dramas. I'd be coming in there and like, they're speaking Chinese. <laughs> this is a Chinese one. This You is cannot differentiate yet. <laughs> she just thinks everything is K-drama. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I'd be coming in there like, this is Chinese. She'd be like, I know that. I'm like, did you really? Or did it take well, you 10 episodes to figure that it was in Korean? Because I came in there, I was sat down for five seconds. I was like, this ain't Korean. This don't sound like Korean. This is Chinese. <laughs> You can tell distinctly by the names alone. I love her. I love her so much. Our mom is the most amusing. Oh. Oh. What? Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to bid you adieu. Good night. It's late and you got work to do. Everybody wish her, if you're listening, like send love, light, and just like blessings out to Emmy while she does grad school. She's about to do her first like homework assignment. So, yay! It's my second homework assignment. Second, I'm sorry. Yeah. So it was the first send day. Send vibes your way. Like, you got homework. I said, "Fuck, I got it." <laughs> do it. Love you. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye.